Breadbox Media Programming is brought to you by... I actually met my wife on CatholicSingles.com, if you can believe that. Really? And about Yes, I had never done that before. Didn't have any problems with dating. Natalie and Aaron met on CatholicSingles.com after they realized that they needed to find someone who shared their faith. Meet other faithful Catholics on the original Catholic dating site. Download our app today for free. Looking for a way to build daily prayer discipline? Seen the rise in mindfulness meditation, but not sure if it is possible to meditate in a way that's consistent with your Catholic faith? Just looking for a way to breathe new life into your existing prayer routine? No matter what you're looking for, Hollow is here to help. Hollow is a Catholic prayer and meditation app that helps users deepen their relationship with God through audio-guided contemplative prayer sessions. From meditations on the daily gospel to the rosary to daily examines, Hollow has something for everyone. Hollow is the number one Catholic app in the U.S. It is free to download and has permanently free content, but you can also check out all of the premium sessions for 30 days, risk-free, by signing up at www.hollow.com. Dot app slash breadbox. Well, hey everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Lisa Hendy and Friends. You know how much I love music, and I'm absolutely delighted on the podcast today to welcome a true talent and a beautiful spirit. Joining us today is Marie Miller. Marie is a singer-songwriter and a mandolin player from the Blue Ridge Mountains in Virginia. She grew up on a small vineyard with her parents and her nine siblings in an old house named Glenway. Her most notable performance was for Pope Francis and 700,000 attendees at the Festival of Families in Philadelphia. And she joins us today to talk about her beautiful new album, Little Dreams. Welcome to the show, Marie Miller. It's so great to be here. Yes, I have to tell you, I told you before we came on that I was fangirling, but I was there when you sang for Pope Francis in Philadelphia. I was about five rows back from the front of the stage, and I remembered that moment so poignantly, and I just went back and watched it again on YouTube, and I'm I'm just... Um, I'm so uh, such a fan of your music and also just um, really excited about this new project. So, you know, before we dive into talking about the album, why don't you tell us a little bit more about how you got your start in music? Yeah. So I have a kind of a unique story in that I've really never done anything else. So I started performing with my family when I was about 12 years old, mainly with my older sister, Justina, and we played bluegrass music together. And as I got older, uh, I just felt like it was something that I wanted to do full time. So uh, when I was uh, at the, uh, the age of 16, I got I got a record deal and started doing it professionally. And I kind of gone back and forth where I've done it full time or part time while going to school. But really, music has always been a part of my life and a part of my story. 
Amazing. And now you have this brand new project, but this is a little bit different for you because a few years ago, I think maybe that was, you took a step away from kind of the traditional path and you've launched this new project. Tell us about that decision and why Little Dreams is so special. Yes. So I was with my record label for many years and we were making this folk pop style music uh, that was geared towards radio and could have spiritual uh, overtones, but I couldn't be very blatant about it. And I just knew for me musically, uh, I wanted to go traditional folk music and more of my roots of you know, being a mandolin player, but I also wanted to talk more about my Catholic faith, um, that I was going to be able to do that with a record label that was, you know, a traditional country pop label. So I decided to go off on my own in 2018 and started this label and God has literally carried it the whole way. Like when I would think, okay, how am I going to have enough money for this? You know, investors came forward, um, you know, created this beautiful team that's helped, I think this music heard has been heard more than any of the music before which is very exciting yeah that's an interesting thing my my son uh, my second son is a full-time musician like you my boys grew up um, playing traditional Celtic music which is like they completely taught themselves and our our younger son has made that his career and uh, and so he's now a touring independent musician and I know for him um, that the coronavirus has brought the cancellation of his entire summer tour um, so I'm kind of curious about how it is to launch this project right now and how, you know, what we're going through has impacted your, um, your work as a musician. Yeah. Yeah, And first of all, I would say that Celtic music to me, I always say it's the most joyful music. It's the most heavenly music on earth, I think. And so I'm, that's so cool. I can't wait to check out your son's music. Uh, That's awesome. Um, but for me, I, I totally relate to what he's going through as well. Yeah, I, I, I canceled our album release shows even before uh, things were being canceled, just because I could tell that it's like even if we were going to perform, there was so much um, this angst in the air. It was uh, the weekend of March 13th, I think, was going to be the first show in New York. And uh, thank goodness we did, because really the city was just down. Uh, and yes, I mean, to release an album as a performer – you know, whose heart, my heart has always been, you know, with live audiences, connecting with real people. Um, there's some singer songwriters that are shy and have a hard time performing. I don't think I've ever gotten nervous in my life. <laughs> and so it really is what fills my heart. And so to not be able to perform the music live has been a challenge, to be honest. Um, I think other people have taken um, this challenge better than I have. I've, I've struggled, definitely. And because I, I feel that I'm not a great I'm not great with technology either. So even these like live stream shows and everything, it's not the same. Um, so I'm just kind of asking the Lord to, um, to bless it and to like, I just want people to hear this and to be encouraged. Like you said, music is, is, uh, you love music. We all love music. And so hopefully this helps whoever's maybe going through a hard time as well. Yeah. I think that, um, that there is definitely something that's lost in the translation. You know, we are, we're seeing so many, I mean, amazing musical acts come up and do use technology in really interesting and creative ways. But I know as a creative person that the interaction and being able to kind of like 
um, physically be in proximity to somebody who's hearing your music, regardless of how many times you've played a song, you can just see, you know, there's this chemistry that happens. And it's almost like part of your paycheck is that, you know, reaction that you get from somebody live watching the music. So I hope that I hope for our sake that we can hear you play this music live soon. But one thing that's really beautiful about this project are um, some of the, the videos that you've done. And I was just watching kind of the title video. Say a little bit more about how a video um, complements um, music when it comes to songs like these. Yeah, well, I love making music videos. If I could make a music video for every song, I would. But music videos are very expensive. But Little Dreams, uh, I made a music video for that song um, because, you know, yeah, being the title track and uh, Billboard actually uh, put it on their um, on their website, which is awesome. And and for me, I wanted to do a couple things with that. I wanted to paint the picture of what it would be like in a normal day, when I wrote the song, I was having a hard day. I was feeling like my dreams weren't coming true or that maybe I was dreaming the wrong dreams. I was feeling like, God, what's, what have you put into my heart? Am I misinterpreting it? Um, and I kind of was having a melancholic day. And that's really what the music is kind of just like following me around. Um, I'm writing and I'm, I'm drinking tea and I'm sort of like just musing in, in my house, which is really not my house. Cause I, I wish I had that cold house. <laughs> that was my friend's <laughs> house. Um, but then we had this idea of, of putting like tons of white balloons in the living room and kind of imagining it as the dream. And at the end of the video, there's a little surprise that a little, but I love acting. So like I could, it was like, we did it like a 14 hour day for that music video. And at the end I was like, wait, wait we're done. No, we're oh, done. I want to do some more. <laughs> more. I'm always like that. And there's these poor like directors are like, are you kidding me? But I just love, I love acting so much. So there's even the tiny bit you get to do with music videos. I love it. What's your, what's your process um, for songwriting? Because I, I don't think that, I think people kind of have this romanticized idea of, you know, a songwriter sits around with, you know, in a cafe with her journal and it just pours out the first time perfectly or whatever. I know when my son Adam is writing, I can tell when he's writing because he's, he, uh, when he's in our house, first of all, the house is always filled with music, but there'll be like a hook that's being played over and over and over again. And it's like, you're almost like, okay, I know you're going to work this out eventually. And then it's such a joy to hear the finished product. But um, how does that work for you, songwriting? Yeah, I have a similar sort of practical way. Uh, it sounds like I'm like your son where I have a hook, uh, so, which is like a combination of lyric and melody that I really feel strongly about. And then I kind of build from there and that foundation of that little piece of music and lyric. But I have to write... I don't, and diff, writers are different with this, but when I write a song, it is about something that has truly hurt or brought me joy or brought me hope or devastated me or just made a huge impact. I'm, I'm not good at just writing about even someone else's life or about maybe that's selfish, but I've always just had to feel very strongly about something um, before I can write a song about it. But that kind of music really in, evokes um, feelings in the person who's listening. I think, you know, when I listen back to You're Not Alone and, you know, the words of that tune or or now um, with Little Dreams, it's like it makes it's your story, but it brings something up within me um, that's, you know, that's 
evokes my own feelings. I'm curious about how, you know, you're hearing from people on social media after the release of this project and what, what people are having to say to you about how the music is making them feel. Yeah, I've been really blessed by that. And it's been a huge encouragement today. I, I got an Instagram message, um, just someone saying how much this new music has helped them through this crazy time. And that just really makes my day every time. And this album is about bravery. It's about being ready and able for change. Um, it's about believing in yourself when your feelings aren't there. Um, just it, I, I have a line that says, there's one light blue flame still inside me. You know, um, you know, we're, we're almost burned out, but there's that one light blue flame inside of us. And so what, what an interesting time to release that when a lot of our dreams are on hold, a lot of our plans, um, a lot of things that we never thought would happen are happening. And, uh, even some of us, you know, are sick. And, and so it's, it's just, I hope that, that it brings peace. And I, and I've seen, and I've just loved the, the emails and the, the messages so far. Yeah, that's a really, um, I think the timing of it is just so beautiful. And we couldn't have anticipated that. Um, you're, I want to make sure everybody knows that your Instagram handle is Marie Miller Sing. And don't worry, friends, we'll have links in the show notes for you to get in touch with Marie, um, both to get the, the album and also to follow her on social media. Um, Marie, you know, what are some of the practical ways um, that people can support independent music, not only during this time, but just in general? What are what are some things that we can do if we love music to keep it coming our way? Right. Uh, a lot of things. Um, one great thing is, you know, buying merchandise. So most musicians on their website are going to have a merchandise a link. So with T-shirts, I have bracelets uh, and CDs, if you still listen to CDs, um, that is really great. That's just like hard, you know, just money that we can have right now when we're not able to perform. Um, but also streaming um, the music on, if you like Spotify or Apple Music or Amazon, whatever way, that's super helpful to get those numbers up right now as we're all kind of stuck at home. And uh, I'd also just say, yeah, just just telling friends. There's I When, when my friend sends me a song, I have a, a best friend her name's Sheila and if Sheila sends me a song I'm gonna listen to it and so <laughs> I can tell the whole world about how great I am and they're gonna be like I've heard that before but if your friend says hey listen to this it helps us a lot because um friends telling friends is how we get you know how we get our names out there and so um that would be that would be awesome and, that's, and I'm trying to do that too with my my friends that are artists that maybe aren't in the Taylor Swift level you know yeah um, we wanted people to hear their music Absolutely. And I think that there's sort of this um, thing that people forget nowadays. So it used to be that you'd buy a CD and that's how you listen to music and the artist was compensated directly in that way. But with these new technologies, um, you know, we think, oh, it's so great. I can listen to all the music that I want. And sometimes we forget that there's a person behind that who's really being, you know, barely compensated for that. So even if you don't have a CD player, like buy the CD, buy the t-shirt, tell your friends. It's it's just so important. Um, and, and you can't sign a, a Spotify um, stream, but you can sign a CD. So. That is true. That is true. And I really like my CDs. Like, I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, I like the way I love the cover and everything like that. I'm like, I would buy my CD because 
you know, you don't think about it, but you know, we worked on the art and we worked on, you know, the physical side of it. And so I'm, I'm such like a nineties kid though. Like I, I was born in 89. And so my greatest memories are like late nineties. And I think everything was better then. So to me, CDs are perfect. Cause I'm like, Oh yeah, CDs. That's, that was, yeah, that you was need cool. it. So head over to uh, mariemillermusic.com where you can get the actual <laughs> CD. Yeah, it's um, I, I just think that, um, you know, in in the olden days, a long, long time ago, there were patrons of the arts. And, um, you know, we we know that so much of the beautiful sacred music that we had came as a result of patronage of of people who supported music and, and music lifts our hearts to God, even if it's not overtly religious. Um, we're reminded of the beauty around us and and there's something that unites us and particularly now with this new um project i think little dreams really is a very spiritual project so support marie guys marie any kind of closing thoughts before we let you get back to your creative process Hmm. no just thank you so much for having me and uh for really uh bringing my little dream to come true because this has been the greatest joy uh, to me through this time of not having to be able to perform, but be able to talk to you and to so many others about this music. Cause it really is uh, from, like straight from my heart. And so it's, it's a, a gift. So thank you so much. Well, definitely. And, and remind everybody again, where the best places are to find you. Yeah. So Instagram and Twitter are Marie Miller Sings. The website is mariemillermusic.com and Facebook is slash Marie Miller. Okay, folks, I give you permission right now to stop um, listening to the podcast and immediately run over and <laughs> go listen to this beautiful album. Marie, thank you so much for the gift of your music. And I just want to encourage you to keep it up. And, um, you know, from, from a fangirl, thank you for the gift of what you've shared and all the feelings you've brought me. Thank you so much, Lisa. Thank you for having me. Well, friends, that is it for this week's episode of Lisa Hendy and Friends. Um, you can find all of Marie Miller's information, all of our previous um, episodes, and my contact information at my website, lisahendy.com. I want to encourage you to take a few moments today, listen to some of this music, and share it with a friend. Until next time, guys, have an awesome day, and God bless. Redbox Media Programming is brought to you by. Have you ever been put on the spot and asked to explain or defend Catholic teaching on sensitive topics such as abortion, same-sex marriage, or the Eucharist? What to Say and How to Say It is a straightforward and practical resource by Brandon Vogt, best-selling and award-winning author of Why I Am Catholic and You Should Be Too. He offers essential tools for articulating even the most contentious aspects of your Catholic faith with clarity and confidence. You can get a copy of this important new book at AveMariaPress.com. Use code TALKFAITH to get 25% off your copy today. Looking for exceptional coffee delivered fresh to your door? We have the answer. Our friends at Grim Bean Coffee produce small-batch artisan coffee using top-tier coffee beans. The coffee is roasted when you order, guaranteeing the freshest coffee possible. Check out Breadbox Roasts, 
a new line of Catholic-themed coffees, available at www.grimbeancoffee.com forward slash Redbox Media. Experience coffee like never before.